Hockey season is coming up, and that means new merch over at ourdragonsmerch.com. Get the latest designs and some of our fun new souvenirs ahead of what's sure to be a great 22-23 hockey season. Celebrate another season of River Dragons hockey coming up by getting a new look to wear on game days, or surprise the big-time sports fan in your life with a new keepsake that will make them a River Dragons fan for life. Order online right now at ourdragonsmerch.com. That's the letter R, dragonsmerch.com. We'll see you at the rink in November. Hello, everybody. This is Marley Grando, part of the Two Minutes Roughing Podcast. I am very excited for this episode. I am pumped. I am excitable. I am just overall happy. These are my co-hosts, Christian and Mark, the prospector. Hello. Yeah, we have have Christian on this week. Yes. Because we're about to talk about... We're about to talk about the the Federal Prospects Hockey League. Playoffs. The FPHL playoffs are happening. So when this episode comes out, game one of the FPHL playoffs and the first game of the round two of the SPHL playoffs will already be out, will already have happened because we're recording this the morning of. Yes. So I want to point that out there for people who are listening. Now – Let's talk about Federal Hockey League Empire Division. Nope. No, 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 no. We're no. going to start with the Continental Division. Yep. As we always do, we talk about the Continental first. And look who's at the top. Uh-oh. Rando was wrong. Rando was wrong. Barely you Rando want to know how Rando right was now. wrong. Barely Rando uh, is not hearing right now. And so, if you want to leave a message, please leave it. So Mark wasn't name. on this episode when we did the Fed preview, but... Back when we did the Fed preview in mid-October, Rando picked Carolina to miss the playoffs. Yes, he did. And look who's atop the freaking Continental as the second-best team in the league. It's the Carolina Thunderbirds. And by the way, I love all the Carolina fans who are just giving it to Rando and Melinda and a couple others. Um, Rando was wrong. I mean – Yep. Rando was wrong. Mark Rando was wrong, you want to get into the series right away? You want to get into the series right away? How about we just end this series? No. No. All right, uh, let's talk about these series. Um, let's start with the Columbus Motor City since it's starting tonight as we're recording. Yeah. Uh, Gosh, right, this is going to be a really good series. Yeah, I think this Motor is going to be. been playing out of their mind lately. Columbus yeah, has kind of stumbled a little bit. It. I would. I'm not sure if I'm going to pick them, but I wouldn't be shocked if Motor City actually pulls off an upset. So the bet, the big players here for Columbus, Jacob Kelly had 39 goals this year, which was unreal for a rookie season. Storjahan, Wickline, Doe, and and King. You're not even seeing the big names like Krupp and Petrantonio and and uh, and Jemayev on that list. So Columbus has depth scoring that most teams don't have. In goal, we'll probably see Brendan Colgan. For Motor yeah. City, I'm very interested. By the way, these teams, uh, the regular season meeting, uh, Columbus won it t- uh, 3-2. So it was a very close one. Yeah. Um, But, you know, Motor City, Scott Coash has 40 goals. Conway, Ryder, Suffredini, who is one of six players to play in every game this year, including Austin Weber. Who we should, can we give Austin Weber a shout-out? He played in 57 games this year, more than anyone in the Fed. Which is absolutely insane. Like, Playing yeah. 57 games 
in a 56 game season. He played four with with uh, Port Huron and and 53 with Delaware. Uh, Macama, there's a bunch of. I just think the depth goes down to Columbus in this series. Potentially, yeah. I think it. You know, I'm gonna be even. Goaltending. Yeah, that's that's the, I think it's actually going to more so come down to goaltending. Babs has been great when he's healthy and he's not fighting people. Uh, and then, uh, and then Colgan has been the second, probably one of the two best, the best, the, actually the two best goalies in the league. So, yeah, like, it's going to be a battle of swords trying to get through each other's defense, like each other's shields, and yeah. it's a matter of who's going to actually get more in there. Randy, do you have any thoughts on this series? Since this is not a series you are upset about, uh, I, I think I'm very disappointed with how Columbus kind of wrapped up their season, uh, even as it, taking some biases out of the equation. Um, it, but yeah, they kind of stumbled. They yeah, they did, and, and, and that's not a great way to end off your season going into the playoffs. Now, I'll say we have an example talking about playoffs that we're going to talk about later in the SPHL where. Mark was wrong, haha. Anyway, but oh. yeah, I Columbus. It's a. I'm. I'm. I'm going to say they win. I think we're going to end up with a with a Columbus. Um. Uh. Other series. We'll talk about in a second. Uh, yeah. Game. Uh, but do you, you think know, this is going three? Semi? It's going um, three. Um. Th- these are best of three, right? For the yeah. yep. Fed opening. I think. Yeah, I think this um, is going three. I think there's a very good chance this goes three. I. You know, yep. I'd be shocked if it doesn't. I like. I'm By not gonna way, say it's not going to go two by saying I'd be shocked if it goes two. We're not even talking about the fact that Motor City has a guy in their team. I love talking about this guy, uh, Jamie Milam, who has played in over a thousand professional hockey games, and he's won two Central Hockey League championships. Oh, so, or no, so with with Fort Wayne, so they have oh. serious playoff experience on this team. Now Columbus, they do as well. Considering this is a t- this is mostly the same group that went to the finals last year, with a couple additions like Wickline and Kelly, yeah. and Lane King was on Watertown. Jamea was on Watertown last. Joshua Bell Watertown last year. Colgan. So this is these are teams that have a lot of experience. So it's gonna really come down clutch in this series. But you look at the goalies again. Trevor Babin's never played a playoff professional hockey game in his career. So gotcha. that's gonna be Holy. really important. Man, this guy really, really has been playing a long while. This mile couple guy. years. Oh, my, oh, yeah, my gosh. I mean, he played he play in the UHL. That's how long he's been playing. No, he, I don't think he did. Yeah, he did. Oh, no, not in the UHL. Oh, no. Is this, is this, this a... Man, this played in the UHL in 05 Because, yeah, yeah, like... Gosh. I mean, he's a three-time yeah. ECHL All-Star. Yeah, that's it. So that there's a this, this is gonna be and by the way, he's got four big goals this year. You know, not his biggest scoring season, but for his age to score four goals, that's pretty impressive. In 23 games. Oh yeah, no, it's I, gonna be I it's think... gonna be a wild it's gonna be a wild series, I think, because you have these two teams that are high flying. Because I love the way Motor City plays. This is definitely really the do. most wild card series. Yeah. Like I I think Motor City I'm, could take it, but I don't have them taking it. I, I have Columbus in three. But yep, honestly, too. it could be any sort of combination. Yeah. All right. It's time to talk about the other series. Yep. All right. Um. All right. Carolina and Port Huron. Uh, Port Huron think- in three, baby. Let's go. Port Huron in three. I'm doubling Are down. You mean? Wow. 
I don't see the like I like the Prowlers, but like I watched the Prowlers against Danbury last weekend, and no offense, I love all the players. Christian, I love Christian. Here, here's the problem. I, I am gambling. I am gambling with my reputation. Are you? You are gambling with, with your like reputation. The... It's soiled. Soiled. It. It's soiled. Hey, I, I um, am doubling down. Look, with this Port Huron team, I was super bored watching them play against Danbury. This is a boring team. No offense. I love those guys. But here's the crazy thing. These two teams split the season series 2-2. So this game, this series, while it probably won't go three games, could go three games. But you also have to realize poor Huron beat Carolina before Carolina got the checks back. That's true. Before they got the checks back. So, so I mean, I will, I'm going to pick Carolina in two. Me too. Yep. Um, I think it could go three if if because because poor Huron has some very good players. They have a lot of, a lot of good young players. People are getting Evan Foley, Sam Merritt. I mean, bunch of good. My question mark with Port Huron is goaltending. Um, because White Hoffman, for a guy who had an, 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 a very impressive resume coming in out of the Kootenay Ice and the Winnipeg Ice. Only 14-14-1 with a 4.41 goals against average for a guy who played at the highest of levels junior-wise. So that's my concern with the Prowlers, but I think – I'm sorry, Randall. I think I think Carolina – by the way, I'm really interested in this series because game one is Friday in Port Huron, and then they have to drive down to Carolina for games two and three on Saturday and Sunday. Ooh. I don't – you know what? It it could go three because of that. Yeah, maybe. I will say. Uh, although speaking of goaltenders with the series, who is Carolina going to put in that? Hussey played used, pretty in, well in the big games last weekend. They used Babbitt and and, and Hussey. Um, Hussey was the one very, who got win. He's the one who yeah, got. And, yep. Which I found. And don't forget Cavalieri twenty-one five and zero. Oh, 21 5 and 1, sorry. Literally put that like one of he was like the young star goalie. He was he was the young stars goalie this year, the rookie all rookie team. So, so I mean I yeah, I'm really curious of like how but Greg like, Hussey has played big in that because all three yeah. have now put in a res have now put in a slot of like some sort of ballot to actually be the goaltender they go with. Yeah. I mean, look at so, Hussey's I mean, record. Like, oh, that's not a great record, but like, he was playing for Watertown. Yeah, um, but, like if we like, he's played eight games, but he's three, one and zero. Oh, like, he mainly probably came in for a bunch of games, but his numbers yeah. are pretty good. Like, his numbers are right numbers there are with Babbitt and Cavalieri. Yeah, when it comes to goals so, against the Sabres. So, I mean, this is gonna be a, it's gonna be a series where I'm just gonna be really interested to see how Port Huron attacks Carolina on the road at the Annex for Game Two. Yeah, that it's gonna come right. down to how they play in the annex. Yeah, that place could be rocking, by the way. All they right. are, they're doing a great job. They are. And um I, I'm I again, uh while I'm saying Port Huron wins, I feel like I just I, I have the feeling it's the upset. I, I think this is the upset series. Are you are season. you being serious about it or are you just being Yes, I'm I'm I am serious. Wow. All right. Let's go um to the Empire and we'll start with uh Let's start Binghamton and Watertown. Yeah. Ooh. 
Um, these series aren't going to be much because both because <laughs> Binghamton out uh, Binghamton beat Watertown ten times in ten meetings this year. Oh my gosh, they swept them <laughs> the se- the entire season. <laughs> yeah, but hang on, hang on. Danbury also swept Elmira ten times out of ten times as well. Oh yeah, these cheers are going to be terrible. So Binghamton and two easily. I mean, Watertown has had picked up some veteran presence at the end of the season when they picked up ET and Everett Thompson and uh, like obviously and Taylor Cutting as well. But um, hopefully Taylor Cutting doesn't try to kill a referee this time. Hmm. Um. I just I don't see Watertown beating this potent Binghamton team. The Binghamton best players obviously are you know the big names. Um, you know Tyler Jurich having another great year. So game one Friday in Watertown. Games two and three Saturday Sunday in Binghamton. I, I'm fine with three and three for these two series because these teams are close enough where you can do that. Yeah. Leading scores in Binghamton are Jurich, Kirkby, Yates, and Tom Austin Thompson. Those top four, at least I see, because in the top five in the league site, it shows a name who's no longer on the team. <clears throat> but um, I'm also interested to see what the, the Black Bears do goaltending-wise. Do they go with McVay or do they go with Taylor Joseph? And I you know, like here's the first thing. Was, I will say this. Uh, with the goaltending situation, Yeah, even though they are in a spot where, like, okay, you know, they don't know who to pick, but in a way, that's a good situation. Yeah, you, I, you I, have, I, I agree. Like, you have two solid goaltenders ready to go at a moment's notice right now. They also have, they also have three, really. Jeremy Forget, good goalie out of Princeton, earned a call up to, up to Macon. So he's good as well. And obviously, Taylor Joseph played a couple games with the Toronto Marlies last year. Yeah. So... They might them in Carolina and Danbury might have like and, and Columbus, the four teams I think are gonna contend for this championship, have the best goaltending tandems. I think Motor City is not far behind with, with bad. About to say, like, yeah. Blake Scott's having a great year, by the way. Should should give him a quick shout out. Yeah. Um, okay, here's I, the thing. I think thing be are too. they gonna get Ian White back? So that's the thing I've been wondering. Will Ian White go back? Because Ian White's rights were traded from Motor City to Binghamton in the Taylor cutting for ET trade and Ian White was added in that trade. Yeah. So I wonder if he goes back on now. There's been talk about Binghamton about the the players and about if they'll play certain guys at the coach and all that stuff. It is what it is. You know, they have a strong defense when you have Coachman who's won two championships. Kyle Powell has won a championship. Don Oliveri. People don't talk about Don Oliveri much. No, I, I, mean, I don't get why. That dude is – He was good, right? He was still good an SPHL SPHL. level defender. Like, he's still an SPHL yeah. level player, but he's in the Fed. Like, I would still – you know what? I'm going to be honest. Like, if you ever wanted to come back to Peoria, because he's a former Riverman, like, yeah. get on the horn. That's he's good. Say. I mean, they – and also, Colin not, – not many people talking about Colin Fitzgerald. I mean, he's a young kid in his second year, was on the All-Young Stars team, which I don't understand why they picked – how they picked that because uh, – I'm not even going to get into year. that. I'm going to – Look, yeah. I'm kind of having having a similar deal with the SPHL awards right now. I'm not even going to get into it. Yeah, uh, I just don't because John Boutique has been this league for five years, so that's why I'm really con- confused there. But anyway, they also have Jake Schultz and they have JT Walters. This team could use seven defensemen. I mean, they could yeah. really use seven defensemen in a game they wanted to. Uh, Yarwood, Powell. I mean, they're very veteran heavy, and that's going to help them down in the playoffs because you look at the roster. 
Jurich, Coachman, and uh, Powell all won a championship together in Watertown in 2018. Yeah. So, so um, the other series. Yeah, because I'm going to say this. I was never going to say this, but yeah, Binghamton in two against Watertown. Rando, you agree? Uh, um, Yeah, I mean, it's got to be Binghamton. There's no way. Yeah, in two. Um, other series, Elmira yeah, Danbury. I think this is Rabbits in two. Danbury beat Elmira ten times. Yeah, I mean, I mean, um, th- there's no way Danbury loses this, right? Like, yeah. No, I don't no, think. Look, Elmira played him well, though, the last three games. The last three games, Elmira played Danbury very well. It's true. But I will say this. If either Danbury or Beamton lose in the first round, contract. Mm. I, so, I, contract. Elmira's best player is... Elmira's best players, Luke Richards, who started the year with Danbury. Um, Tate Leeson, I don't think he's playing, so he did not really count. Uh, Nick Golo, who was a good SBHL guy, right? He was with uh, Vermilion County. Uh, um, St- well, he was with Vermilion County, I should say that. But uh, Stavros Soilis, Dalton Anderson, um, Tristan Mock. And defensively, they have Jim Jensen, who's older than dirt. And so is <laughs> Justin Schmidt. But we, we love Schmitty. Um, he's a guy we got to get on, man. He'd be a fun interview. Um, so and then Dan Murray, Ruiz, Marcuson, McKittrick. How I think people are not talking much about this trade Billy made. Billy Billy sent Connor Lind to to Mississippi for Daniel McKittrick, and McKittrick has been one of their best players since coming back from Mississippi. I mean. That nobody's talking about how good that trade. People are in Danbury, but nobody outside of Danbury is talking about how good that trade was for Danbury. Daniel McKittrick is an interesting story because he's from none of it. Like, do you know anybody from none of it? No. <laughs> I, so he's I, from none of it. So I'm having none of it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, goaltending wise, it's gonna be Brian Wilson for Danbury. I mean, oh yeah. Co goaltender of the year. Elmira will probably go with Proudlock, right? And then if if emergency happens, they'll go to Harley. So, uh, Dan Marine too. I think we'll see the top four get out of the first round. Like I said, Motor City is the one. Okay, you know I'm gonna do an extra. I'm gonna ask for a special for an extra special one tonight, just because by the time this episode comes out, I want to see like who who's gonna be the swan, who's gonna be the swan. So. Yeah. Tonight's game. So when this episode comes out, this game will have already happened. But what do we think the, the score is going to be? All right, so that's Columbus I... versus Motor City. Yep, at yeah. Motor City. I'm going to go 3-2 Columbus overtime. Yeah, I was going to go that too. I actually you know what. I'm going to go 3-2 Motor City in overtime. I'm going to go different. I'm going to go 4-2 Columbus. Yeah. I'm, oh, Rin, I'm sorry we're taking the thunder. Rin, I'm sorry we're taking the thunder for you, but you know, you were wrong. So Oh, oh, okay. All right. But yeah, no, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say four to Columbus. I'm not even gonna say it's gonna be overtime. I'm thinking Columbus gets an empty net goal as yeah. Mosey tries to tie it. Yep. All right, SP talk. Yes, yep. time. So let's start off with it. the first series, Peoria versus Pensacola. This goes Ooh. to two. Uh this series nearly doesn't have a second game due to Peoria's bus deciding to 
died. I heard, I, that was incredible. That was the I whole mean, thing. Like, okay, we make jokes about it currently now. We're just like, we need like an armadillo mascot or something now. Because that would yeah. be just amazing. Well, they need, they need to waffle as a mascot because the whole time you're spending no, time in a waffle house. I've seen a, before we went on the air, I've seen like a jersey that somebody had made that is like a waffle house pure riverman jersey. And it's amazing. <laughs> It's incredible. It's it, it, what's even funnier is that we don't even have a Waffle House here. I don't. I've never. I've, I've never seen one. I'm from the north, so I don't. It's I've funny because one. no, it's like, it's like Midwest and South, but like there's nothing in Peoria. There's nothing they in were, Peoria. They were thinking about putting one in Bridgeport. I heard up here in the, in Connecticut. It's weird, but uh, yeah. yeah no, By the way, I, I, I knew this. they would sweep that. They were gonna sweep that series all the way. Oh, uh, but I would say this Pensacola made it close though. Yeah, two one goal games, right? Yeah, two one goal games. Yeah, yeah. It was, I think, yeah, and uh, yeah. My heart decided to cease, uh, especially towards the end of game two. But yeah, so now we'll be moving on. Uh, Now I'm gonna mention this later when we talk about the series. But there's, I, I mean, but. Congratulations to Riverman Defender, who is currently on the IR. Hmm. Uh, Zach oh. Wilkie for winning SPHL Defenseman of the Year. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, he's on the IR. Mm. I wonder who caused that. I will make mention of this later. <laughs> mm. All right. Well, still, let's go and talk about that next series. Uh, talk about your Birmingham- series. Yeah. Birmingham versus Fayetteville. That was a good series. Yeah, I, thought, yeah. I, I, I watched game three with you guys. I thought game three. Okay, game three was kind of boring. I'm going to be honest. Well, yeah, game three was boring until like the, like the last like minute of period yeah. two. I think Fayetteville had chances to tie it in the third period that they just couldn't yeah, get God, it. Like, I can't believe how close Fayetteville made that series. They, I I honestly was thinking like they were going to pull it. Fuck, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be honest. I thought they were going to pull it off. Yeah, I thought they were going to cause some chaos. Craig Simchuk, coach of the year. Uh, oh. I mean, is that really Simchuk or is that more Kevin Kerr? <laughs> like, R- they're Rando? both on that. Uh, yeah, I, I, I definitely – all I'm going to say is I have my opinion on who actually runs that bench. That's yeah. all I'm going to say. <laughs> Yeah, well, I'm not. I mean, and look, I'm not going to say Trudell. Like, look, I'm not going to put in pure pure bias here. I'm going to say Trudell's a better GM than a coach. Yeah. Always By the way, um, uh, can we give a? Are we talking about Huntsville, Huntsville next? Or we do that last. If I was going to, um, we can go and do Huntsville. Huntsville's the next series. Huntsville's the next series. Can we? Can we just give a shout out to Gwen on a great career so far? I know they're still in, but like, I probably won't be back on for a little until like the next round of the Fed playoffs, but. Well, it's not like about, he's leaving. He's going to be a GM. Well, he, he's just going yeah, to be a as, as head coach. I mean, I mean, oh yeah, yeah. as head coach, yeah. But uh, by the way, so why why couldn't they play at the VBC that first game? Uh, Disney on Ice. <laughs> Is that why? Mm. Yes. Amazing. I ever tell you guys my uh, my story similar to that? Uh, the Sound Tigers oh. were playing Wilkesbury Scranton in the 09 playoffs. And they had they had to move the series to, to move the first two games of the series to Long Island because of Elmo on Ice. <laughs> wow. Elmo on ice, amazing. Elmo on ice. So, uh, um, yeah, been there, done that. Uh, don't you just love these on ice events and like how they always like schedule them like right when playoffs are? Yeah. 
I know anyway. they know the next year they had a Halloween contest at the arena and some kid dressed up as Elmo. The entire the entire crowd booed her. Booed oh. So <laughs> wow. Anyway, yeah. uh Huntsville wins uh two game sweep, uh including an iceplex game, which Mark, I told you that crowd would play into an effect, and guess what happened? Look, you look, I'm gonna be honest, that wasn't Huntsville being Knoxville, that was Knoxville being Knoxville. Oh Cope, Cope, Cope. No, I'm not wrong. Look at the penalties. Look oh. at the penalties. Doesn't that first what did Ryan divide you now? I want to see something. Oh, it, wasn't even, wanna... it wasn't even Ryan Devine. It was our boy Max had two roughing miners. Yes. Like the the whole thing was just a, a crap show. Yeah. Like my Knoxville. Like the, honestly, they could have had it. Like they actually played like what was the score for game two? I forget. Uh, game two, I believe close, right? it was. Hold on, I can pull it up right now. Oh, oh it's five to one. Okay. Three two. Oh, yeah. Three two one. Two. Oh no, three, that was, two. Oh, three two. See that that was three two. See that should have been more like what it was in game one. That should have been, but no, they decided to sell the bread with getting so many penalties in game one. Yeah, like it, it was Knoxville's roster. Knoxville's roster. A lot of guys I've, we've seen in the Fed. A lot of that's guys. the thing. Like I was like, there's a lot of players. They were good, who know but how they were good players on that team, actually. Yeah, but good. So players, that's the part that kind of just like, players. why would they do this? The stuff that he did, but it's, uh, I'm gonna be real honest. Like that, Nashville did what I was worried about happening, and they, yeah, because they. Randall, Randall, do you think Hansville can go as far as Max takes them? Because, I mean, he is obviously ECHL goalie playing in the SB right now. Yes. The thing is, though, he wasn't like putting up the same numbers though. Like he was kind of faltering for a while. Yeah, but I think if you have a goalie who's been there, he led this team to a championship in 2019, correct? Yes, he did. And They're going to get their work cut out for them with Birmingham. I, I I think that's going to be a great series. By the way, Rando, you're going. You're going uh, yeah, I need to buy my tickets, but I'm 100% going to that Friday game. Now, it's best of three, right, in the in the, yes. last, in the next round, and then best of five in the finals, or is it best of three? Uh, so uh, teams decided. decide if it's best of five. That's the same thing in the Fed right now, too. The Fed has decided um, if it's best of five. But the uh, so the next series, I'm I'm gonna have some extra comments with this. Uh oh. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is Ro- Roanoke Roanoke versus uh, Evansville. Evansville. By the way. So yes. number four Roanoke beat number five Evansville. So it'll be Peoria and Roanoke in a in a 2022 final cup finals rematch. Excited and, for that. And Birmingham versus Huntsville in a 2019 cup final rematch. Um, however, Evansville, uh, so the SBHL came out with goaltender of the year. Oh uh, boy. Uh, and it was, it was Gorsuch. Yes. The most undeserving goaltender of the year I have seen in a long while. <sighs> there, I said it. You did not have the games played. You abandoned your team right at the end. Maybe they could have won this series if you were there, but no, you decided to go to Wichita and not even make the playoffs with them. By the way, didn't you say a couple weeks ago, speaking of the ECHL, that Kansas City was not making the playoffs? No, no, I was hoping they wouldn't. But they did. So. Yeah, I know. It sucks because I really wanted to go at them because they decided to put a playoff ticket tweet out long before they cleansed. Wow. I wanted to, yeah. but well, A lot of teams did that too. But, you know, but I'm anyway, say this with Roanoke too. 
Remember that whole thing with Zuck Wilkie or the you know the SPHL defenseman of the year being on the IR? Yep. Yeah, I think it's time for receipts, Roanoke. Oh, oh boy. It, it's time for some receipts because they're one of their players is the reason that he's on the IR. Mm. So which player? I don't even know. Oh I god, I, he got suspended. Like I think he might still be suspended. Maybe. I don't yeah. Uh, I'm just excited that we got playoff hockey going on right now. I mean, can I I get my picks in these series, by the way? I'm going to go Peoria in three and Huntsville in three. Those are good picks. Yeah, I I, got to agree with those. I'm I'm I'm, sticking with those. Look, I'm going to be honest. I don't know how to pick these. I don't know. I I didn't know either until three seconds ago. Like, the reason why I'm – like, these – Series could literally go either freaking way. Yeah. Either way. Like, it's ridiculous how close these two teams will probably be. I can, this, I'm going to be honest. I can't pick. Yeah. I can't. It's, I it's can't. I can't say with enough confidence on either of these teams winning. So now now that we're – can I mention the AHL's uh, 300-mile rule for the first round? So Charlotte's playing Lehigh Valley. I think it's like 500 miles between the two two cities. And the AHL has a rule in the first round. If your distance is between 300 miles, the higher seed hosts not, not just two games but all three games to limit travel. Wow. So Lehigh, oh, it didn't work so out for Lehigh Valley. Game it, one. it didn't Lehigh work Valley, out for Lehigh Valley. Who took game one last night? And by the way, I have a former teammate that's playing for Charlotte, might I add. Uh, um, also, we should have put this right now. You might need to cut this a little bit because I want to put this with the FPHL stuff. Um, I don't know. Uh, actually, I'll, I'll, I'll spin it. Mark, you were telling me that about something. So, anyway, just finish that thing. Lehigh Valley, all three games are in Charlotte. Um, you were telling me earlier that we saw that the Watertown Wolves. Okay, that's actually notes, not so. what I was going to go into, but you know what? Yeah, oh. I need to talk about that too. Okay. Uh, Watertown. I know you have right. some issues. And at some point, I'm going to talk about those issues, but that's not the time currently. But I do want to talk about the fact that you are seemingly planning to, to revert back to the black and blue logo. Which I'm happy about. I am very no, happy I'm not, actually. Especially oh. given their reasoning. Their reasoning is horseshit. What was it? What was the reason? From what I understand, it's because fans don't like the W logo on the jersey. I don't either. I think I think that jersey I hate, is awful. No, trust me. I hate that too. But you don't need to get rid of the entire rebrand to get rid of the W. That's true. That is so... The double blue is great. The, the double, double blue, yeah, the double blue looks so... Like, look, the double blue looks better. The double blue yeah. looks clean. Mm. But it just being like, like I said, I'm not going to get into it fully. But that's just another little thing that's being piled onto the the Watertown pyro right now for me. Now, what was the other thing you wanted to mention? Was that? Oh, I wanted to mention we never made our cup predictions for the Fed. Oh, you know what? I completely Danbury. Danbury's winning. Okay, okay. I'm biased, but yeah, I'm about to say like, okay. You you know, Danbury, Danbury over Columbus. No, 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 no. 
Danbury over Carolina is going to be a war, and it's going to go five games if they play five. You know, okay, so, blah, 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 so, uh, so uh, uh, okay, yeah, I have Danbury Columbus. Okay. Um, I think Danbury Carolina is going to be an absolute war because those two, those two teams hate each other. I think Columbus gets their revenge. I think Columbus gets their revenge in the second round. And Danbury's had Binghamton's number for the most part this season. There's a couple so, of games Binghamton outplayed him, but Danbury well, was without him. Like for, for the most games. part, for the most part, yeah. Uh, but Danbury and Columbus. Remember, they like, split the regular had, season series. You know, I'm going to be honest. Danbury is. They both have shown some weakness lately. They both have shown some weakness lately. But I almost yeah, want to say Danbury has shown more, so I'm going to say Columbus. And Wait, what weakness has Danbury shown recently? Sure, they lost to Mississippi, but so did Columbus. But like, but they've been like, they're playing pretty rough against Elmira. Yeah, but Elmira is getting better. I, I've seen those players talk about how I don't know, like how I, close I've, that team has gotten. They picked up some new I college like, kids out of college. I'll be honest. I I really think the the real cup is going to be Carolina versus Columbus. <sighs> But you're like not I, giving much respect to the two very, very good Empire Division teams. Look, they're they're very good, them. but they've also have had a very weak division to play in all year. Yeah, but but they would but not have that Binghamton, good of a record. They played very well against Carolina, except for the home series, and everything against Carolina and Carolina. Binghamton played very well against Columbus and Columbus, and they beat, played them well at home. They dominated them at home. I and Danbury, Danbury beat Carolina in the regular season series, and because I, I hate when people mention this. Danbury beat Columbus and the Car- uh, split with Columbus and beat Carolina. I, I, I'll be honest, so. like Danbury beat them. Like I, I, I just think this is Columbus time. It has to be now. Yeah, it has to be now. I mean, so I'm gonna say for that core group. Yeah, like yeah, because I think it has to be now for Columbus because they have not. Yes, they won that little ignite cup, but I have issues with that one. Oh, oh, uh oh. Oh, I have issues. Randa, what is they... your pick oh. uh, for the Fed Cup? Okay. Again, I have Columbus, Port Huron, Danbury, and Binghamton. All right, so those that lose Danbury and Binghamton, taking Danbury, Port Huron, Columbus. I'm taking Columbus. That leaves those last two. I got to go Danbury just by an inch. You say Danbury how many games? Columbus? Five. Uh, Danbury five, Danbury five, four. Danbury four. four. See, I was thinking Columbus. I was thinking Columbus and five. By the way, if if they can like sell a lot of tickets, I haven't seen the ticket numbers yet for any home games in Danbury. If they can get that place packed, that place is going to be so loud. I went to a um, championship game in 2013, 10 years ago now. Holy shit! Sorry, um, I just can't believe it's in 10 years. But the um, when the Whalers won the championship, there was 3,200 people in the arena. And it was so loud that my ears were ringing the whole night. So if that place can get to uh, – that place can be sold out for the playoffs, you can't you can't win in Danbury. Yeah. Opposing teams can't win. Mm, so, but you know what? Columbus um, can play in big crowds. Though. Columbus can play in big crowds. It depends. I mean, play, getting playoff tickets are so tough for teams because you only have about two weeks to. Well, yeah, turn those that's why I hate when people are like, "Oh, how come they didn't get this much?" 
Like, how long do you guys get tough. that much? Well, and like, and also, you, we're in regular season. You have a whole year to get groups to these specific games. Yeah. That's why a lot of games have a lot of people. Columbus's military night, especially. Um, you know, Dan Murray has a bunch of group nights. So I'm really interested to see um, how these, you know, teams do ticket-wise. I think Binghamton's going to do fine. They did fine last year, over 3,000 in that one mid- midweek game they had there. So I'm really interested. I know Dan Murray, by the way, having a big bus. They're, they're taking a bus of fans up to Elmira for the game up there. And they're also you mean, that, uh, you mean like kind of just more like west? They're taking the bus west. Yeah. Well, they did. They already did a bus earlier this year to to Binghamton. I don't know if you guys heard about what happened in that game. Oh but, yeah, that uh, was that was fun. That was, that was fun to listen. Those, about. those two fan, uh, fans almost came to blows, and I think they saw my friend Lee, um, who has like tattoos all over. I, his I thought face. they did come to blows. They they did not, but I think when they saw oh. my friend Lee, Lee, Lee could joke about this if he hears this. They saw my friend Lee, who has tattoos all over his face and his neck, and they're like, "Yeah, I'm not fighting this guy." Yeah. But he's a teddy bear. He's a teddy bear at heart, though. Lee is a teddy bear at heart. So, yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be crazy, man. I I'm I think that this the reason I've said this before. The reason why I follow and kind of cover this league in depth is because. You, you know, you expect the unexpected in this league, and there's so much crazy stuff that happens here. And I can't really talk about the NHL as a whole, um, personally, because of my involvement with one team's radio network. I ran over, and, and Mark, you guys know this, yeah. So it's really for me just to like talk about hockey in a way. And uh, plus, this league's like a running soap opera, there's so much crazy stuff that happens. That's the thing, that's why I love covering Meyer Pro in general. I yeah. love covering Meyer Pro in general because it's just so chaotic. It's yeah. so stupid chaotic. Plus, the stories you get to hear. And for me, I I obviously worked for a team for a year, and that was the most fun I had probably working with a team in my my career. Actually, you know, the Westerners championship was probably more fun, but the Hattricks year was close second. Plus, that team was going to win the championship. So, because um, then COVID. So, it's, uh, it's a lot of fun. By the way, um, I know we've, you guys have probably talked about it, but uh, make sure you sign that petition for Delaware if you haven't. I know a lot of people have already. Um, just want to get that out there. I know they're still working on trying to get the team back. It doesn't really seem positive right now. I'm hoping it does. But right, Look, I, I remember reading something like, I think, yesterday where it was just basically like, yeah, no, they're done. And Harry, but they, they were talking with the state, though. Like There was state legislation or station, state senators being getting involved. So. But again, but here's, here's the problem. Again, what I say, Paul, the, the, the state fair board, that's kind of its own thing. They, they can't work yeah. much. So it's it's going to be tough. I hope Delaware figures it out. Um, it, oh, it they are kind of figuring it out. <clears throat> yeah, well, it sucks for the fans. It sucks for some of the players, too. So I know our boy Bubba got released yesterday, if we should mention. Yeah. So. Yeah, I'm very interested. To, I, I, I wish him luck wherever he goes. I, uh, I'm excited yeah. to see him uh, excel. By the way, uh, what with Phil happening? It's happening. Why Phil? Uh, yes. So they yeah, so both. So so they're going to be called the Virginia, whatever. Uh, yeah. Did you guys mention that? Ruse, uh, what's it called? Was last called week? Matt Ruse, whatever. Uh, yeah. So the Fed will go to at least twelve teams next year. Maybe at the most twelve teams. And well, it depends on like 11. what. It depends on whatever the frick happens with Delaware. I, I Del- the, the Delaware's going somewhere. We just like we we kind of know well, the answer. I don't even trust that they're going somewhere. I don't like. I, I just 
I, I just Charlie don't said know. That, Charlie said they have offers between Maine and Florida. That's what Charlie said. They're okay. going to Pennsylvania. Oh. I'm going to wait until it gets announced. I just hope that those fans get a team back. But um, Pennsylvania. Yeah. By the way, Randall, once again, you, you were wrong about Carolina Thunderbirds. Yep. Yep, yep. All right, Sash. All right. Well, I All think right. that just to, to end that on that note, uh, this has been another fun week uh, with playoff hockey. A lot going on uh, with playoffs. Mm-hmm. I'm excited because, Mark, guess what we're going to talk about when we record next week? The SPHL finals. Yes. So, you know the way it's looking, it's going to be Huntsville, Peoria. If it, look, if it happens like that, you, I think we might need Kristen on again. Yes, I'm down. I'm so down. Yes. Those are two teams I know the most about. I'm Chris, so you're down. gonna be the you're gonna you're gonna be the like the hall monitor. You're like, yeah, oh, I, I, stop, Randall, uh, stop. Yeah. I, uh, yeah, so if that happens, if that if that happens, uh, yeah, it could be a problem. Yes. All right. Well, I, I guess fans hope for that. Uh, we'll see you next week. Until then, enjoy the playoff hockey. Yep. Well, see playoff ya. Hockey.